0: Welcome to a brand new episode of Eat Sleep List, your home for making lists right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, your host, and today a returning guest, of course, twice in one season. This is a lot for uh, our good friend Johnny Townsend here. We'd like to welcome back Mr. Johnny Townsend, who a couple weeks ago we made a cryptid list together. Uh, Johnny, how the heck are you? Well, one, how the heck are you? Two, Thanks for filling in at a very short notice.
1: Uh, two, you're welcome. A, I'm uh, heck okay. Uh, I uh, am very excited to talk about the t- today's topic, which of course is our our, our jobs we would love. Uh, my number one job, Matt, is I would love to have uh, this occupation where I get to inflate balloons. Man, that blowjob would be so great. You know? <laughs> I thought of that just now. <laughs> And in closing, do you even less? <laughs> what do you use that my stand-up act. That's a very good one. Save that one in your back
0: pocket.
1: I have a hand job one too. I'll <laughs> it later.
0: I might even cut the, the blowjo one out so it's fresh when you when you when you
1: start your stand up career. Okay, good, good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did say maybe. Um no, so yeah, Johnny filled in for me. I was like, I need somebody. We had a other one of the other shows we record. Uh we had a cancellation on that. So I was like, Johnny, uh we're already booked for this time, let's just do this. And we threw together a top 10 list in four hours <laughs> a yeah, theme and a list for four me. hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, technically speaking, I was like, Hey, Johnny, what do you want to do? And he came up with this great idea. And I love talking video games every chance that I can get. Uh, so, uh, Johnny, let 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 the I mean, they click on the episode, they know what the heck they're getting into. But why did you choose uh, today's top 10 list?
1: I think i've talked about this there are plenty of video game franchises or video games that i wish were still going on today and for whatever reason they're not or they were or they got stuck in development hell or whatever it was uh but you know as a video game connoisseur as like to consider myself you know i do retro bliss that's a cheap plug from other podcasts uh where we just talk about old school video games i thought something like this would be right up my alley very excited to discuss this i think i have some That a lot of people don't even think about. So I'm very excited to do this.
0: No, I I I I like to think I'm in the same way too. You know, you get a lot of these video game lists. The 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 very common answers. I think this is this opens up a lot for uh, you know I guess for people that to to some of the most more obscure titles that were uh, you know we kind of all really like. So uh, this is a fun one. I have ten. Very unique ones. A lot of games that I mean, most of our are, are games that'll probably surprise some people um, that I wish were still going on to this day. But um, but but yeah, let's get right. Let's get right into this thing, Uh Johnny. Your number ten uh video game or video game franchise that you wish wasn't discontinued?
1: Matt, I think I'm going to blow your mind with my number ten. I don't think you're going to see this coming. So Sonic the Hedgehog. Ledgers. No, no. Well. <laughs> He's still happening. Like, they're still making Sonic games, or he would be on a list because I love a good Sonic game. But I'm bringing up, do you remember the NFL Street games? They were like the upgraded version of NFL Blitz. It was NFL Street. Uh, I believe EA put these out, and they were a blast. They were like for the PS2, I believe, like that era of uh, video games. Okay. And... Uh, I remember distinct memories going over to my buddy's house because he had, uh, I think there was maybe two, at or three of them that came out tops, and I remember going over his house and playing it like against friends, and we'd have, you know, just goofy little wagers on if you won or lost that type of thing. Yeah, and uh, man, and, and you know me, I'm not really a football guy, not in the but sports. I always loved, <laughs> but I always loved NFL Blitz because it's very arcadey and very much bare bones football. Like you don't need to know a lot about football to play it. And yeah. NFL street was probably just a slightly beefier version of that. There were more plays you could run uh, more p- real life NFL players that ran in it at the time. Uh, but I really, really liked that game a lot. And I miss it. Honestly, I just, so I uh, either, that's a great so,
0: one. That's a
1: great yeah. NFL street. I liked it a little bit more than NFL blitz. Even though blitz was great.
0: Yeah. I just had uh we just did a little video game night and somebody brought the N64 version of blitz here. And I was, oh, man, it was it was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, street was a good time. I had a few friends that owned it. I never owned it myself, but it was just it, you know, it's just I don't know why they discontinued it, first and foremost. They were doing a lot of street games around that time. They had NBA, right, they had an NBA yeah. street, I think, not too long after yeah, that. It.
1: The NBA street, I think, started it. And there's a reason why I didn't include that. You'll know later. Okay. Uh, uh But also, I think they did a soccer one, too, I believe. Uh So it that that series did pretty well, but I think the company, I think it was called EA Big or something like that, was the name of the company. That okay, did it. it was a they were under the Electronic Arts name, uh, but they're like their own little studio that would do these type of games. Uh, but I think they wouldn't have liked one; they didn't do anymore. But it's EA, man; they got money to throw at everything. So
0: no, for sure. They, yeah, they should be. And,
1: and they know football games sell. I mean, look at Madden; they put out the same Madden game every year, and it sells. So. <laughs>
0: I, I can't. Yeah, that's a whole mess of stuff uh, <laughs> that we've talked about. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be a really cool thing for them to for them to bring back full time. I think it would, it would do their, their football series yeah. some justice. So, all right. Very good. good way, great way to kick this one out. My number 10. I don't know if you've ever played this game before. It definitely fits in. I think it definitely fits in with your retro bliss criteria. And for those who don't know or remember, Johnny is one half of retro Bliss. Uh, one of our longest—well, ru- it is it, our longest-running video game podcast right here on the network. Um, you might have played this one before. I hope you remember it. Uh, it. Is for the PS One. The game was called Croc.
1: Yes. Okay. I do remember it. There was a Croc one and a Croc. I believe there was a second one too. Right? There was. There was they did, two of
0: them. Yep. They did. They did Croc two, and after that, disappeared off the face of the earth. Now. It came about at a tough, uh, you know, a time when Mario was dominating on the Nintendo. You also had Donkey Kong sixty four. Uh, Crash was the face, pretty much the face of the PlayStation. And you know, there were really so many like these platform characters that were sprouting up. Jersey Devil, the um, yeah, Abe from Abe's Odyssey, uh, right? The, the uh, Odd uh, World, see. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bubsy, it, Bubsy uh, is a great the one. conker Uh you know, yeah. All Conquer- these- yeah. You know, Rayman,
1: Ray Rayman,
0: Gex, Gex, Enter the Gecko, all these ones. And the second that they made a game that flopped, that character was blackballed, <laughs> never to be seen again. And Croc was yeah. victim to that. I played the first one. Yeah. I, was actually, I had a really good time just watching uh, some gameplay of it because I haven't played it in so long. But, you know, the, the gameplay was a little wild. The, the camera views were a little bit of a pain. Uh, it had super Mario 64 vibes to it to yeah. an extent.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: And, but, um, yeah, I yeah just, that was
1: early days of them trying to figure out 3d platforming games, Correct. So, which is a very, uh, very important. Camera fact. was almost always an issue in every game.
0: <laughs> it was, it was, uh, you know, the only one that it really it, it worked well with was crash. Cause a lot, you know, crash for 3d was fixed camera so, uh, to an yeah. extent, to an right. extent. Um, But yeah, those legitimate.
1: In the crash games, in the crash games, you weren't really roaming around freely. They definitely had a set linear path for you.
0: Correct, correct. Uh, So, Croc, the first one came out. It did very well. It was tremendous fun. Uh, Now I want to go buy it again. Uh, But it was a lot of fun. Uh, (laughs) Croc two came out, not very good. Uh, It lost. It it didn't really improve a lot of things. In fact, some aspects got a little bit worse. And then Croc was just put to rest. They put him out to pasture, took him out <laughs> back, and, yeah. and, and now, he's a, now he's a very comfortable shoe. Um, that, that yeah. <laughs> my generation of Croc, all right, was a video game character. This generation of Croc is a very comfortable shoe. But um, but yeah, it just disappeared. And, you know, he's a character. I know he wasn't as big as Spyro. We forgot to mention Spyro. You know, it wasn't as big as Spyro, it wasn't big, as, as big as Crash, but a character that I wouldn't hate seeing brought back in some form or fashion. You know, just the, the worlds were really, the, the level designs were a lot of fun. The music was really good. I thought the gameplay was 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 pretty neat. Uh, But yeah, I was just, I was sad when it, No More Croc Games came out.
1: We could do a whole episode of listing top 10 uh, characters, mascots who just didn't make it. Uh, yeah. You know? When the Sega Genesis came around before Sonic, they had one called Alex the Kid, and most people don't even know anything about that anymore.
0: Yeah, he's completely disappeared. Sonic made him so irrelevant. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Sonic came out because Sonic's the superior game. Those Alex the Kid games are good, but they're not, you know, Sonic 2 is probably one of my top five all favorite games of all time. So it's just For not sure. up to that level.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah, that would be a good list. That would be a good list. A lot of video game mascots have gone to the graveyard. The great beyond a
1: whole show, uh, a list show about what shows we could do on lists. (laughs) (laughs) Number 10, Forgotten Mascots. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: top 10 10 lists of the top 10 lists you'd like to make. Yeah, (laughs) maybe we'll close out the season with that.
1: (laughs) There you go, you're welcome. (laughs) So, all
0: right, very good. So, those are our number 10s, Johnny. What do you got for number nine?
1: All right, so my number nine. There was a series that came out for, I remember them on the PS2, but they may have been on the PS1 era as well, but uh, I'm a sucker for arcade golf games. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not talking any of these hardcore sim ones because I just can't do those, but uh, anything like Mario Golf or something of that nature, like I love Mario Golf, but they just came out with Mario Golf. What they haven't came out with in a long time is a series that was called Hot Shots Golf. I love that series. I, in fact, still own three and four, uh, but it was a lot of fun. I would go over to Trevor's, my co-host of of RetroBliss, and me, him, and his brother, Derek, and we would play. Uh, I can't remember which one they had. It might have been the second one or something like that, and we played that thing, uh, like, every time. It was so ridiculous how easy it was to pick up and play and learn and how fun it was because it's goofy. It it, it lo- it's obviously loves golf, but it doesn't take itself seriously at all. Right, and that's – that's when I love a golf game is when it does that. And which, so hot shots golf. I wish they would bring it back,
0: which I mean, that's, that's an important thing for a lot of sports games. Cause some people don't like the competitive nature of sports games. Like Madden annoys me, the competitive, the level of competitiveness that, you know, people demand from Madden
1: NBA 2k has kind of gotten that way. Yeah. Uh, Cause I love that series. I followed NBA 2k literally since it's very first one for the dreamcast. I've owned a 2k game every year. It's ever came out ever, of ever, ever. And it's, gotten to the point where they're kind of howling their own stuff it feels like right kind of like Madden seems to be uh where they you know they don't really have any competition so you know they kind of do whatever they want
0: really. it's kind of run rough shot and that's why you need yeah. those, I think you need those fun alternatives I mean I remember growing up hating sports games and when you're a kid sports games weren't like the biggest cup of tea I go to my, over my friend's houses and they loved you know Madden, who got Madden o Madden 04 last night. Let's let's go pop it in the GameCube and play it. Um, you know, I was just like, oh, I want the fun stuff. You know, like a Hot Shots Golf, like a Tecmo Super Bowl, like an NFL Street. You know, they just those, just those. You know, just very fun, over the top, zany arcade games. Even yeah. like WWE All Stars. Remember that game? Yes,
1: yeah. yes, yes, yeah.
0: That was fun. I was yeah. at first. I, I was like, ah. But it was so arcade and fun, and uh, like, that's what I missed about video games. So, yeah, I completely understand where you're going with Hot Shots Golf. You know, golf games are just fun, relaxed. I love Wii Golf um, yeah. or the, the, on the Wii Sports thing. But, yeah, but the, like, the PGA, the Tiger Woods golf stuff, yeah, that's, that's too crazy for me. That's too crazy yeah. for me.
1: So. I'm with you. I, I try to play those, and I, I just get lost. <laughs>
0: so. Yeah. It's, I used to play the Tiger Woods arcade one. Where you had the little roller ball thing, and yeah. you, How far you, you, how hard you pushed it to p- determine how far the I ball went. That. Yeah, crazy.
1: Yeah. I'm a, I also suck at real golf, so maybe that's kind of part of it.
0: <laughs> I'm so bad. I'm so bad. Um, but a big fan of putt putt. Big fan of putt putt.
1: Oh man, now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Putt putt all day long.
0: All day long. All right, everybody. My number nine. This is a game that I don't think has seen a release in um a new release in in several years. I got I know it's been long enough where it fits in this criteria. All right. Road rash. Road rash. My first impression of Road Rash was actually the PS1 version, which was really cool. It actually had a decent like story slash they didn't really call it a story mode, but a career mode, so to speak. And that's another game that I want to revisit. Uh the mechanics of it was just really, really cool. You ride a motorcycle. You could you have different weapons. You can steal weapons from people. The cops chase you. You could punch cops off their motorcycle. You could punch other motorcycle drivers off their motorcycle, and it was really cool. And you know, I eventually went back and played the old Sega Genesis versions of it. But uh, they haven't released a, a Road Rash game. I think it's been at least thir- Like it's been ten or more more years since they've re-released it. And I feel like Road Rash would do so well. If they release it on one of these modern generation platforms with the graphics, with the, you know, give it a deep storyline to it. I think there's a, there's a serious market for, for, for Road Rash to, to, to make some big time money. Uh, if done right, you know, you can't have one of these companies that come in that were just what, wants to capitalize off the name and just put some garbage game out there. But I feel like with modern gen graphics, you can do something really, really cool with Road Rash. Love the PS version uh that's the last that's the newest version i ever played ps1 and i i think that i really cool my dad turned me on to that game he grew up with that game uh you know with road rash and uh you yeah, know was really 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 funny i'm not even a motorcycle guy but just the yeah, race and motor- not even like remotely like that not into that culture at all but the game was a lot of fun
1: saying i i'm the same way that's how i know that game is good yeah because i too love the road rash series I mean, what's not fun about road, riding a motorcycle and knocking <laughs> off people who are trying to catch you? You know? With,
0: like, nunchucks
1: and stuff. Yeah, nunchucks <laughs> or chains or whatever you had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a game we want to cover for Retro Bliss one time. We haven't done it yet, but we plan to. Oh, it'd be a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am 100% behind that one. Road Rash is such a great series. highly recommend, if you've never played it, to... Uh, uh, to go find a way to play it, there's plenty of ways to find
0: No, I know the the, the emulators for the PS or excuse me, the Sega versions are very easy to find. Yeah, PS One, I've never been able to find one for, I'm sure they're out there. I'm not like well tuned with all that stuff, but um, I'm actually now I'm curious. I'm gonna Google how
1: much Road Rash for the PS One costs on Amazon. It can't be too bad, I would no. think. But I've been shocked by prices of the games before. So who does yeah. right, try so try find Yeah, eight.
0: try try finding uh, Marvel Marvel versus Capcom two.
1: Oh, man, yeah, yeah, yep, know what you mean, yep. Oh, 25 bucks that's not bad. That's not too bad. I thought of, uh, that's not too bad. It's not too bad at all. All right, so, Matt, me and you have discussed this before. Uh, I love the LEGO line of games, right? I yes. absolutely adore them. Very excited for whenever the new Star Wars one comes out that got pushed to next year, but I'm very excited for it. But they did one series that they've never went back and revisited. Almost every series that they've done has gotten a sequel or they've done multiple ga- uh, games of it. Uh, however, this one started out as a Wii U exclusive, and then they've brought out like remastered versions of it, and it is incredible. It's, I highly recommend it. Lego City Undercover. Yep. Uh, cannot recommend this game enough. It is so much fun, and this is going to sound strange talking about a Lego game. But one of the most dramatic finishes of a story in any game I've ever played. Uh, the this you're uh, giant spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Uh, you're flying, falling through space as this epic soundtrack is playing, and it is amazing. Uh, at the very least, look that part up. It's so good. Uh, but Lego City Undercover. I just want another one. Cause I love this one so much. It was legit. The reason why I bought a Wii U and oh, that's is pretty it? wild. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's it's, pretty wild.
0: It didn't last very long. I was hyped no. for it.
1: No, I went yeah. over to Trevor's and he had the Wii U and he had gotten that game. And of course I played it and I instantly, so I was like, I have to play this. I have to get, I have to hundred percent this game. Yeah. And uh, it's so, so good. They, uh, yeah.
0: Lego games are so well done. You know, I, whether, you know, there's certain, fra- you know, franchises that have been just straight up kind of let go, and understandably so. They're not so they're not relevant um, at this point in time. Like I'm excited, I'm big time excited for the Star Wars remast, the remake one, yeah, the Skywalker Saga. That's gonna be really cool. But um, yeah, you have told me about that one before. I do have yet to try it, unfortunately. But um,
1: yeah, they run sales on these games all the time. I'm getting my PS4
0: back this week, yeah. so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go and buy it. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna yeah, have to go. There's no way it's expensive. Yeah. No, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's really cool. That's one of those things where, yeah, sure, Lego video games, are they're, they're putting out stuff, but there's certain, there's, and I have a couple of these on here. Um, but there's certain things that they just haven't touched in a while that they haven't done and put out a new game for. Uh, and, and I, I know how high, highly you have spoken about it before, and I, I hope that they do, you know, for them to have their own like original storyline, I think is a, you know, is a really cool thing.
1: Yeah, because that's actually just based off of a Lego property. That's not based off of Marvel or Star Wars or DC or any of that stuff. That's just them.
0: Right. No, that, that, and that's that's one of the coolest things that Lego can do. They got a good following, and I think it would be good for them to, to to move on and and do some more things with that. So, very good.
1: And everything in the game, just a side note, uh, is like, a, like all the cars and a lot of the buildings uh, and a lot of the minifigures are actual – from actual real sets that they put out
0: which is i i, I love i love it sometimes it's you know the, the star wars lord of the rings pirates all that stuff it's it's cool but it's nice to kind of come back and play through the original yeah. stuff and and really have that And lego hit we did a lego episode together on retro pop and lego's history with minifigures figures and such goes back so far there's a oh, lot yeah. of hit. there's a lot of history to include
1: yeah go check that episode out retro pop
0: yes LEGO. please please Doing really good, by the way. I'll give you. I, I did tell you yesterday, but it's even yeah. better today.
1: Very proud of that show.
0: You and me both, brother. All right, number eight for me. This one, I think I want to say it made way for Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but I'm going to look back at X Men Legends. Yeah, one and two. Um, love it these most games.
1: Did make way for those.
0: Yeah, I think they like they stopped making them once Ultimate Alliance came out. But um, I'm a huge X-Men fan. I love the legacy of X-Men. Like, since the, the last X-Men Legends 2 came out, there's been tons more X-Men characters that have been added to the roster, like original X-Men characters. And it was a fun, like I said, it was just a fun battle system, um, which, you know, Marvel Ultimate Alliance literally did the same thing, except this, this hung close it just with the X-Men characters. Now, and this game came out too. I have to, you know, point this out. This game came off too hot off the heels, uh, or relatively hot off the heels of uh, the X Men animated series, X Men Evolution, and of course, the movies were very big at that time. Yeah. So, X Men was a very hot commodity. Not so much right now, and you know, because the way that film and all that stuff is, but it was a hot commodity. And, you know, the second one they, they had, uh, it was, a, You know, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants and the X-Men going up against Apocalypse and all these various forces. And it was just it was so cool. You know, the the gameplay style might not be good anymore. I don't know if it would match up because they just re-released Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 and I did not care for it or net release. But they released it like two summers ago and I I didn't care for it. Uh, But I feel like there's ways you can revamp it. They've had a tough time since then releasing good x-men games and i feel in legends i feel like there's just cool there's cool ways to do co-op yeah. you know uh reinvent the brawler or reinvent the uh the, the the beat-em-up so to speak you don't have to be side-scrolling but i feel like there's 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 really ways to to modernize it but x Men's a huge huge property huge franchise and you know we don't really get we don't really get superhero game releases that much anymore like it it, it sounds weird saying that but they're definitely not as common as they were in the 90s.
1: Right. Very much true. And when we do get them, like that recent Avengers game, they are just not good. They're Correct. buggy and all this kind of stuff. And that's even from big studios who usually do quality stuff. So it's not easy to put out a fun, decent superhero, except for maybe I would argue Lego does a decent job. But other than that, oh, they put I, out
0: the best ones. They put out the best yeah. ones. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. So. Uh, So, yes, X-Men Legends, great one. I would love if they brought it back. It just just, just disappeared. And a lot of of cool characters that just haven't seen the light of day in a video game since. So that's my number eight.
1: I'm going to bring up for my number seven, a franchise and a cartoon. That's his franchise. (laughs) When these games came out, even the cartoon was already well past its prime. And then they brought out these games and... I don't think people realize just how good they are. There was an old cartoon called Felix, the cat. And he's this, uh, he's this cat. It's just a goofy cartoon. Think of the era of Betty Boop. Like it's that era of yeah. cartoons, but for whatever reason, Nintendo, the original Nintendo put out a Felix, the cat game. And it is, I'm not even kidding. Phenomenal. It is incredible. It's a, it's a platforming game, but it kind of does some really fun stuff. Uh, cause, uh, Felix has, like, this um, this bag that he can kind of pull anything out of. Okay. And they really take advantage of that. So, he, like, he has all kinds of vehicles he can ride. And, uh, man, it's just such a great game. And they brought out one for the Game Boy Color, I believe. Oh. Uh, it was, like, a Halloween game, but it was Felix the Cat that is also very, very good. So, I really would love to have another platforming uh, 2D, preferably, but that's because I'm old school. <laughs> a Felix the Cat game. Uh, especially if it's even just remotely half the quality of that Nintendo one, because it is just so superb. Uh, it's the uh, here's a spoiler we're probably going to be covering that within the next month. I'm I was going to ask you if you covered it already. We're planning to. Yeah. Okay. It's on our short list of ones to do really soon.
0: Good. Yeah. I I have to look it up. I'm not. I I've, I've heard of Felix the Cat. Um. Not super familiar with that property. But if it's that good of a game, and you said it was past its prime or, uh, you know, it's past the, the, the popularity of the cartoon. Yeah. then why not try and milk every day? Not like milk every day, but just keep producing games for it. And keep that character relevant. Making them a video game exclusive character. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's there's lots of room for that. So Felix the Cat. Okay. I'm going to Google that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google that. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to hear that reveal. I am. All right. My number seven. This is. It might be the newest game. Yeah, it might be the newest game on here. It was for the Wii. They released two games for it. And then it just disappeared. Red Steel.
1: I've heard of this. I've never played them, but I have heard oh of it. Oh my them. God.
0: The first one is amazing. The first one is amazing. It took full advantage of the Wii Mote. You got to use it. It was the the Wii Remote was it was a sword handle. And you could use guns, you can use it for guns, and you can use it as a sword. And you could battle like other people. Like it was a very, it was really cool. It had a lot of uh I mean very heavy Japanese influence. Very heavy Japanese influence. But it was just, you know, it was just really cool that it took advantage of the technology the way that it did. You know, you play some sword fighting games on the Wii and you're just pushing buttons and stuff. This right. one it actually used the motion control of the Nunchuck uh to play it. And and I, I get it. Like Nintendo's consoles have moved have kind of moved away, but not completely. You know, if you were to release it on the Switch, it would only you'd have to find a way for it to be playable both as a handheld and off the TV with the controls. But I thought it was just so ingenious back in the day. And Red Steel 2 did really well for itself, too. It, it got good reviews, it, it sold really well. Um I was I was surprised that they never made another one from it because it's just this very popular Wii. Franchise that just just disappeared, and it could've been the company closing down, could have been whatever, but that was the best usage in my opinion to this day of the Wii controller and how they wanted games to be played hands down best, ton of fun, and uh yeah i I would definitely like to see that being brought back in some some way, shape or form,
1: yeah, I would definitely try it uh that's one of those series that I remember looking at thinking that looks fun, but I just never got around to playing it right, right. <laughs> All right, so my number six, Matt, in my youth, there was a thing called Disney Afternoon. And Disney Afternoon consisted of uh, DuckTales and a Darkwing Duck and Chippendale's Rescue Rangers and Tailspin. I think there's a few more, but those are the ones that I really remember because I yeah. love those shows. I always watch those all the time when I go home from school. But also Nintendo and Capcom, brought out these games as well based on those properties and honestly they're all phenomenal they're so good that they got a remaster release not too long ago oh really yeah all those games did like a this is like a disney afternoon that's that's how they build it compilation okay yeah, yeah uh but so i was like i have to pick one honestly i could pick any of those because they're all really good i like darkwood ducks one of my favorite all-time cartoons but uh this one I have just fond memories of because it was a platformer that was co-op. Like, you and a friend could play it, and, like, I would go over to Trevor's and Derek's, and that's most of my video game there, uh, time was spent over at their house, and we would play these games together, and that is Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. One of you was Chip, one of you was Dale, and you could play through the whole game together, a platforming game, and that was yeah, just very so unique. rare. So rare because you were playing at the same time, too. You weren't taking turns. You were both on the screen together. Helping each other out.:
0: That's revolutionary. I mean what that had you know that's around the time it was super, you know, Super Mario Brothers and stuff but that, and that was the take and turn thing. Yeah, that's really cool. I didn't know it was simultaneous two-player.: Yes, that's really is. neat.
1: Yeah, both of them are highly recommend them. They're really fun. That Disney afternoon thing goes on sale all the time. I really do recommend it, too. It's really well done. Uh, and it has save states and stuff, which the original ones did not. <laughs> so that that is very helpful. Yeah, because these <laughs> games get hard; they get very difficult. But uh, yeah, so Chippendale Rescue Rangers, I think that's one of the properties that Disney's planning on bringing back at some point. So maybe there's yes. a chance they'll make another game. I don't know; probably a very small chance, but always, gotta uh, but always those, got to have hope. You always got
0: to. But those if, first
1: if, two games are really good.
0: Listen, if anybody's gonna, if anybody's gonna squeeze. Money out of a property yeah, <laughs> for a video game—it's right. definitely Disney. It, it's it's every single penny. It's definitely going to be Disney. So very good. Yeah, I did play when we were prepping for our Darkwing Duck episode. I did play uh, the NES game. Very challenging, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, need to take into consideration the era—the era that it came out in.
1: Yeah, it's very much Mega Man inspired. That yes, one is. Yeah. and they
0: they did a very good job, I think, bringing that to life. All right, very good. Number six for myself. This is a game that only had one release, and I still don't know why to this day. Don't know why to this day. I was infatuated when my when my dad got this game for. I probably played it more than he did uh, when he got this game for Christmas. It is made by Square Enix or Square. Square is he Square Enix or Squ- Square Soft at the time? Uh, it's called the Bouncer. Came out for the PlayStation Two. Yes, right. It uh, it incorporated very slight. Uh, references and stuff to Final Fantasy because that's what Square's biggest moneymaker what you know is and was was Final Fantasy. But it was like this it was a very unique fighting style. It was like a three-dimensional uh fighting game, but there was adventure like you you walk through certain levels, you have to legit battle enemies and get their health down. You could level up your own character, learn new moves and the, the like i said the three dimensional fighting thing it wasn't side you know two dimensional fight you can run around a room and fight each other and it was just it was masterfully done i've bought in two copies since my dad got rid of it and each one was scratched up when i bought it and i'm just like i don't even have the energy to return this i was pissed but this game is that good they have also their their non storyline uh like fighting mode like you can pick and play as villains uh, you can unlock different characters and villains and such throughout the game by just playing the storyline, and then you can go and play in four-player battle mode and pick those characters and play. And they never went back to it. It was a one-off release. I don't know why it did, it, you know, it, it it they didn't even chance doing another one, but it was, you know, it, it has a little bit of a cult following and a lot of people don't know. Um, a lot of people don't know about The Bouncer. But, yeah, I think it came out like 2001, 2002 as one of those very early uh ps2 releases and just gems that is uh it's it's very hard to find very hard to find
1: yeah i'm definitely aware of it uh when it came out though it was pretty huge from what i remember like a lot of people really loved it
0: right and then if it, it, i mean it faded into obscurity uh, like not too long after that like yeah they didn't do anything you, else with it no you'll find some people who be like yeah i remember the bouncer and the, the, like their jaw drops when you say it like oh my god how do you remember that game but that that's how big of an impact that's how that's how big of an impact this one game was. And it's, it's, it's crazy that Square didn't try to capitalize off. But
1: yep. Speaking so. of an impact, my top five. Top five. We're in a top five era now. Uh, my number five that I wish they would bring back, but I think even just recently uh, one of the people behind the property like, it, it would be very difficult to do, which really saddened me. But apparently I'm not the only one who thinks this then, though. Uh, Simpsons hit and run. Uh, is for the playstation (laughs) 2 i think it's for the xbox as well but uh i'm familiar with actually both versions to be honest but i currently have it for the ps2 still holds up still holds up uh if you're not aware of it think of it as if the simpsons met grand theft auto that's kind of (laughs) the, the gist of it but it did such a good job of keeping that simpsons humor in with it too as well and it's to me there's been a lot of decent to good Simpsons games uh, like the arcade Simpsons game is phenomenal.
0: Oh my god. When are they gonna re-release that thing? Yeah Jeez. that's
1: another one I could have that was another one <laughs> that I could have said. But uh the this one uh is one of the top ones for honestly any uh you know thing that's based on a property like this one's just so well done. Uh you can tell that uh, when they're making it they definitely love Simpsons and they made a quality quality game too on top of that. So Simpsons Hit and Run, a fantastic game, and I would love to see it come back for sure. Even a remaster, I would, you know. I read something about. recently that they were
0: talking about remastering it or remastering or remaking it. something popped up recently uh, that they were talking about, and, and rightfully so. You know, I, I know the Simpsons Simpsons isn't going to last forever, and you know they've had a lot. They, I think they've had more whiffs on their their games than 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 hits. Yes. There's definitely no, no doubt about it. a lot of the Nintendo games that they 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 put out even like ps1 they put out a lot of games it just didn't work you know simpsons wrestling uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, that was it, one i was so disappointed <laughs> in because i was so hyped for it
0: yeah I, I, yeah there's a yeah a lot of disappointment in that one you know but this is one of those gems that has to be like put up on a pedestal i think the graphics were you know still hold up decently well um somebody actually just donated to the studio the simpsons movie game and i haven't i've never played that and i've heard a lot of good things about that too
1: i never played it either but i have heard good things so very good things when you play it if it's good
0: i will i mean i just from watching it i thought it was really well done so um but yeah i I, i'm I'm here for it i had simpsons road rage yeah the the predecessor to it and that was really fun and it was really cool because if you play the game on different holidays and stuff uh you know if if you played on easter like the char- certain characters would be dressed a certain way yeah you they can do that i'm not sure you know but but i have seen video of uh hit and run and i've never heard a bad thing said about the game never heard a bad thing
1: yeah highly recommended it. it's really really good still holds up
0: so all right very good my number 5 uh this genre video game shot itself in the foot it was the, it was the uh it was a victim of, you know, it, it, victim of its own demise. It, it, it destroyed itself, uh, with, with too many releases and every, all these copycats. But I miss getting together with friends, getting together with family and playing rock band or Guitar Hero.
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh, Man, I, I have some tales for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: my first girlfriend. I went over how this is like a, she played video games. I'm so mad that really, oh, I'm married. I'm happily married. I'm married. I'm married. I'm married. But, uh, you know, I was <laughs> happily, really sad that, <laughs> I'm very sad that this, you know, really should get a pan out longer than a month. But, you know, I went over, we bonded over video games and and, and all that stuff. And uh, we played rock band one night. Like one of our first date nights was me going over her house and playing with her parents and, and her. We played rock band. And, you know, we'd, we'd pass around the microphone, we'd do the drums. Like that was like, Cool, and I just had friends. You know, we we go and play Guitar Hero, and uh you know some of the music, just the animation style, the the competition level of it was was really cool. But it went away because they abused it. They they just, I mean, it was like it, they were releasing games quicker than like Madden. <laughs> it was like every six months there's like oh rock band Aerosmith, and now we have rock band yeah. Leonard Skinner. I don't know if they ever did Leonard Skinner, but somebody did Aerosmith. Uh, but it was just too much. You couldn't really you didn't have time to appreciate what they did release because they were so gung ho about releasing something new. Yeah. And uh, that you, there's no music games anymore. And if there are, they're certainly not nearly as popular as, as that generation. So,
1: yeah, that those games came out at a time when I was young and I had a full time job still, though. And I had so I had disposable income. So I was hardcore into those Yeah, Uh, never could play a song ever in real life. But man, I used to be able to really play a song on Guitar Hero with that guitar. I could shred it pretty good. (laughs) And um, I used to have (laughs) I used to have an okay voice. So I used to so I even what we would do is we get our friends together and we would all show up at uh, either Trevor's condo or somebody else's place and we'd bring all that stuff. And I even went out and bought microphone stands for the mics. And it was so much fun because this is also during the time where every Tuesday, I think it was a Tuesday. It was once a week uh, for rock band, especially they would release new songs that you could download. Yes. And, and add to your already really long playlist. <laughs> and at one point I had, it had to be easily 500 songs easily. Oh, I believe that. I would just get ones that I thought either if I liked them, or if I thought maybe other people would like to play them. Uh, and, Man, uh, but how the money have fallen, you're right, because they had one come out, it wasn't super long ago, but like nobody talked about it or cared about it. No. I, I mean, I was hardcore at one point, I even had the Beatles version that I really loved. Uh, but it's sadly going away, and even more sad as I've gotten older, my fingers don't work near as well. I guarantee you, I couldn't play that guitar. Oh, the- hell
0: no! I, yeah, too much. Too much, too much time around the construction industry. My fingers yeah. don't work nearly as. Yeah, well.
1: I've had too much time drawing, so my fingers just do yeah. not work here as well <laughs> anymore. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, so that that would sadden me. Uh, but I would still build out some Billy, you know, some Billy Idol songs oh, or something. Fuck yeah, yeah, I, or uh, some Beatles. I used to
0: love telling people that I was an expert on Easy Mode. <laughs> I can hang with the best of them on Easy Mode, but once you started adding that fourth button, mm-mm. <laughs> That's
1: <laughs> it how I was at first, a- but I was so determined to get good at it <laughs> that I would play that thing like crazy, and I honestly got to where I could play some songs on Expert. Oh, really? And, yeah, uh, I got decently at it, but I didn't know where... I think even Easy would kick my butt now.
0: <laughs> what was that one
1: impossible like song to do? Dragon something? Yes, is for the... for. I believe it was... Uh, it wasn't rock band, it was the other one. I think it was
0: Guitar Hero.
1: Guitar Hero. But like that was a badge of honor if you could play that song on uh the hardest difficulty. It was guitar.
0: difficult on easy mode.
1: Yeah. The only thing I never had was they they actually brought out a keyboard. Do you remember that? They're Dragon playing. Force through
0: the, the yes. fire and yeah. flames.
1: Yeah, that's a very tough song to start with, <sighs> even no matter what the difficulty.
0: Guitar Hero th- I'm gonna watch that when we're done. <laughs> Somebody's got a hundred percent expert guitar hero playthrough and I'm just I, I can't even fathom it
1: yeah <laughs> but i miss those games too uh i just don't know um i think they have to be a for a while before they bring them back agreed honestly agreed i do miss them
0: i i, I there will come a time there's always a time everything goes in cycles and there's going to yeah. come a time where where music is especially in this day and age remember they tried like dj hero and stuff like they just yeah. they were just trying everything <laughs> to keep the music video game industry alive and it's yeah. just. But I think this day and age, I think it would go. I think it would go a long way. But yeah, that's my yeah, number five. Right. All
1: right, my number four. Matt, there was also an era of video games that was the car combat era, where you had your twist of metal type games. Uh, I could have went with twist of metal because I did love those games. But oh, do I know where you're going my with? favorite? My favorite was this series that they only brought out a few of, called Vigilante Eight. Yes, and I yes. absolutely loved them because it was like. It took the darkness of Twisted Metal, but made it goofier. uh, And they had way more fun with it. I mean, Twisted Metal had some jokes in it and stuff. Don't get me wrong. But it was overall a very dark series. Uh, However, Vigilante 8 was way more for fun and way just goofy. And I loved it. I missed that game so much. Please bring out. I I really don't understand why they haven't tried to bring back uh, vehicle combat games again, because I think they would do well. Yeah, like WWE Crush Hour yes especially <laughs> especially w- <laughs> i mean no look, you're right how far we've come with the uh, online uh be oh able to play God. games online gosh those are just seems like it's a no-brainer to me but
0: yeah what do they They got that one no i don't even know if it's a, if it's there's something like very popular computer game i think that's sort of like that but yeah you can never get you know the magic of twisted metal will never be recaptured vigilante eight was Oh, my God. I, I was really happy that you didn't go with Twisted Metal. You went with this one. I had a PlayStation 1 version of Pitfall Yes. back in no. the day, and it had a, a demo for Vigilante 8. It had two yes. levels to it. I played the demo for Vigilante 8 more than I played Pitfall for PS1. Yes. <laughs> um, that's how much I love this game, and I rented it. And we remember me and my cousin, we had a sleepover. Uh, he came over. We, we played stayed up in the basement all night, pizza, pizza. Uh, pop and just playing vigilante eight all night with my dad my uncle they they you know they came downstairs and hung out with us but with the old, good old ps1 multi-tap oh man those were the days but that's what it, yeah those that they were very fun games and again the creativity the graphics nowadays there's no reason that we don't have more vehicle combat games yeah no reason agreed so very good choice. Very good choice. A lot of there's a lot of obscure, just a mainstream ones. But we've had a lot of obscure ones, um, for sure. So all right, my number four. It is a part of a one of the most popular video game franchises of all time. All right, but they discontinued the style of game. It makes me sad. Uh, Mortal Kombat Shaolin monks.
1: I vaguely remember this. <laughs> okay. Like, how different is it? Obviously, the uh, Mortal Kombat main games are fighting games. Yes, w- this was a platformer. Down. Oh, wow. Okay.
0: And they took uh, they took the Mortal Kombat 2 storyline. You know, elements of the first two Mortal Kombat, so mostly Mortal Kombat 2 storyline, and made it a a platformer, an actual adventure-type game that was co-op in nature, cooperative in nature. Uh, much like the Bouncer, the fights were, full, like, Three-dimensional. It wasn't uh you weren't you know two-dimensional uh back and forth fighting. You could run around. There were certain, you know, the bosses were difficult. There were certain elements to it, like once you got them down to a certain hit point, the the style of the fight would change, but they did such a good job of honoring uh the MK2 arcade game and just expanding it, making it feel lifelike. Uh it was really cool. And I just love that three-dimensional fighting style. Two D is okay but I feel like 3d when you can walk up and down, you can move around a room and fight each other. I think it adds a certain type of skill um, to it. Just a certain amount of funness. And, you know, I, I it with my dad over that game. He hated, he hates fighting games, hates, hates one V one fighting games. He thinks they're, there's, they're a waste of time. And he's like, I, he understands the, 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 the falling behind it, but you know, he, he would never go out and openly buy a, a, a fighting game. Right. But, for this, we, we bought this, and I remember it was summer vacation. He was off of work for like a week, and we played it together. And we beat the whole game through, and it was it was challenging, it was tough, but it was it was so much fun to be able to kind of do that. We tag out with my little brother, and you know we 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 went through and beat this game, and it was just it, it was just really cool to see, um, you know, all these places and creatures and and stuff of Mortal Kombat in a three dimensional kind of open world scenario so yeah Shaolin monks great you know there's definitely other storylines that they could have expanded upon but um but yeah the shalon monks was 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 one that i was surprised they never tried to follow up with
1: yeah very very cool Uh, my number three matt it's time to slam matt it's time to (laughs) jam it's nba jam when I was a kid, obviously, if anybody knows anything about me, I love basketball, and I absolutely love the NBA. And this game came out right as I was really getting into it. Uh, perfect timing. There have been other versions that have come out, I've, but they haven't made one in good gosh. I can't remember how long it's been. It's been a while. It's been, been a, a long time. time. It's been a long time. Uh, but I love this series. Absolutely love and adore it. It's very, very arcadey. Uh Back when arcades were a thing, there was one of these in every arcade, basically. It's definitely a top five arcade game of all time. Yes, easily, easily. Uh, I love it so much that I even have a book that's all about the making of this game. Do you really? Oh, I really so do. Cool. Yeah, I truly do. Uh, but it's just so wild just how fun this is. You do not need to know anything about basketball besides that you put it in the hoop. That's all you need to know. And you can pick up and figure out how to play this game. Uh, I, you know, I played frequently with friends who could care less about basketball and I would get beat by them. So frustratingly so. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, they did a good job because
0: it, right, you couldn't, it it was two on two, but you could pick, yeah, very, like any combination of of the players on the team. That was a, that's a big deal, you know, for an arcade style game, but the the rosters, the the amount of roster combinations you can make.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Because I had real, at the time rosters of real players at that time for those teams. And uh, it was just, man, it was just so much fun for me to pick the Charlotte Hornets to be able to play as Larry Johnson, one of my all time favorite basketball players Yeah, and, you know, stuff like that. And then, you know, on top of that, it's, you could dunk from like the three point line almost. And it just looks so fun and so cool. And you got that guy saying all like he's heating up, you know, all those <laughs> iconic sayings he had. Uh but man, it, it really put a lot of fun into basketball and it I really miss that game and I do not understand uh the NBA two K has brought out a series that's very arcade I'm blanking on the name of it, but I've played them and they're not bad, honestly. They're fairly good, but they're nowhere near the fun and the just the substance that NBA Gems in yeah. have. Yeah.
0: That's what a lot of sports games have lost is is the fun factor. Yeah, the 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 substance, the redeemability, the 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 want and desire to just kind of just get with people and play play games together, just just because now it's just like I said, it's just too crazy, too competitive, too much goes into it. I'm like, you put try, like play a wrestling game, like a 2K wrestling game, like lately, and uh, it there's just like I'm like, why is there so many variations? Why you know why can't we just do this? And, and basketball is the same way, football is the same way, hockey the same way. Um, You know, the, the games have all come a long way since those early days, but there's just you got to have that arcade vibe. I, I feel like there's there should be an alternative choice for um, for every single one of these games, every, every single one of these big time sports games. So excellent choice. I had a feeling that was that was going to be on your list. I, I know that you're you. You love that thing. You ever going to get that uh, that arcade stand up?
1: Um, <laughs> uh, I can either. Save up to get that, or get a new system, <laughs> <laughs> and it'll probably be a new uh, Xbox or PlayStation. To be honest yeah, with you, so
0: I, that's fair. That's fair. Understood. But
1: it is really cool because it looks just like the original one. So
0: it does. It does. All right. Very good. My number three. This is uh, another one. It's a big time franchise, but they went a little bit of a different direction and didn't come back to it. Uh, Resident Evil was one of my favorite video game franchises of all time, and in the PS2 era, uh, in between. Code Veronica and I think Resident Evil 4, you know, they, they were looking they, Resident Evil wanted Capcom wanted Resident Evil to have something on the PS2. It was very slim pickings at that point. They came up with a concept and a game, uh franchise in a sense, called Resident Evil Outbreak. They had one, file one, or they just had outbreak and then file number two. And it expanded again on the Resident Evil lore it was uh cooperative in the sense where this is actually the first resident evil game if I'm not mistaken first resident evil game to use online play you actually play with others you could do two player on the same screen could do split screen but you could play with other people around the world which you know which is it's pretty cool if you if you think about it um to be able to connect with people and play a resident evil game it's 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 mind boggling but they, they you know they they had different characters with different strengths and you know they played through certain levels and and very popular places in resident evil lore that weren't really explored you know at that point heavily explored or they revisited places like the police station from resident evil 2 and gave it a a a visual facelift i liked it because it you know it, it wasn't about you know these these main characters it was about finding the right people uh, to get through the missions with, and there was replay value in playing and beating the level with, with different characters. And they, they, they went, you know, they went away from that. Of course they, they you know, they went, you know, four, five, six, uh, they're now on eight and, you know, they've always had their main storyline games, but I've always liked the idea of, of cooperating and getting through certain situations, you know, still, still honoring resident evil's puzzle type scenarios, uh, doing it with other people. And I feel like there's a lot more avenues you can explore with it. There's a lot more, um, there's a lot more just levels. There's new characters you can introduce basic civilians that adds to the heightened thing, you know, not trained cops or trained special agents, normal people in a survival situation. I feel like in this day and age, it's, it's, it's very possible, especially with online play. Uh, and even if you wanted to, you could bring back the coach couch co-op, but, um, yeah, I just said, I don't know why they abandoned it. So, but yeah, Resident Evil Outbreak.
1: Yeah, I always love it when a franchise takes a chance and puts out a game that's that's based on their franchise, but is like not the same style of gameplay. Like it really is taking a chance.
0: No, it's it certainly. what, I mean, they had done first person shooters. They, had, you know, it, it's, it was an incredibly different avenue. I think people were excited to go back to that time with the zombies You know, the Raccoon City stuff, which was a big, big deal. They were excited to kind of go explore that again. But, you know, it was it was a huge like leap of faith for them to kind of just try something new. Yeah. And it it worked really well. And Outbreak One and Two did so good. You got to explore the zoo where you're fighting a zombie elephant. Um, You have to go through like Raccoon University, like the biggest college there uh, in an abandoned hospital, the police station, underground laboratory, all these scenarios and stuff that, again, you, you maybe passed by in one of the early games or you, you heard reference to in, like a, like, a file or something. Huge chance to take on it, and uh, it
1: did well, and I was really sad that it went away. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, my number two, Matt, will not shock anybody who knows me. Um, my favorite era of wrestling games was the Nintendo 64 era.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, started with the WCW, then went through uh, WWE, And all those games are top-notch, phenomenal. Still hold up, maybe not graphically, because they look pretty rough graphically today. (laughs) But the controls are really where those games are at, honestly. Uh, The new wrestling games, to me, that's where they kind of lack, is just how innovative those controls were. Because anybody could learn it, but if you kept playing at it, you could master it, and it could be as deep as you wanted it to be, control-wise. For sure. Uh, I Love those games, adore those games, and they just kept getting better with every release and I really truly miss them now the rumor is that's out there as of this recording of this audio today that the new a e w wrestling game is really taking uh a look at those old sixty four games and really using them as like a uh, uh something that they'll look at and really study and kind of you know learn from type of thing, yeah I think. Uh, one of the same companies is that did those is doing this one. So uh very excited about that. Uh but yeah, uh those old wrestling so I hope that's very true.
0: Wow, uh, what you know it's crazy. You know, you you listen to the fans and you know what they want and yeah, uh it's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. Not uh, crazy how that works. And you you find success. It's really wild yeah, how that is. what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Vince McMahon. Oh did I say that?
1: Um, (laughs) did I say that out loud? (laughs) Yeah, I know he
0: listens. (laughs) (laughs) No, because we're, we're doing an N64 tournament here. Uh, no mercy tournament here in in, in December. Uh, our podcast studio is partnering up with, uh, game heads United and we're doing a a, a tournament out here with 300 bucks on the line for the, for the champion. But it's like, but those were the golden era of games. You're right. The, the gameplay was like easy and we just had a little game night here like, like a month or so ago. And guys who never played it or haven't played it in, in probably 20 years came in and they picked it up. No problem. Yeah. It was easy. It was fun. It wasn't complicated. You didn't have to circle jerk your analog and, and push all these button combinations to do. stuff. It was just, it was bare bones. basic. It was refreshing. Um, especially at that time. I played WWF Warzone
1: and yeah, attitude
0: and That's, the amount of buttons you had to punch in to do a finisher
1: is ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous.
0: I'd much rather hold the A button for a strong grapple and flick the analog yep. and do it. Yep. It made wrestling games just so easy, stupid easy. And why they went away from that style, uh, I'll never understand. Why Why fix, you know, why try to reinvent the wheel when it's laid out for you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can try to improve upon the wheel, but why did you go away from the wheel? <laughs> you know? Why'd you go from the wheel to like a, a triangle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure great 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 choice great 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 choice uh for that one cannot beat those classics um number two for myself is a game that was uh it was put to rest because it was deemed too violent the franchise uh made by rockstar games one of my favorite game franchises or not the franchise is my favorite but the first game is one of my favorites of all time talking about the manhunt series Okay. Uh, was it graphic? Was it gruesome for its time period? 100, percent. absolutely. Got banned in certain countries, uh, and such. But then I look at like video games now, uh, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, I'm watching like Mortal Kombat fatalities, like modern day Mortal Kombat fatalities. Yeah. Hello, kitty. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just I like, the... to join us. <laughs> Hello there. Um, uh, and, and like people, like some of the just fatalities. I'm like, that's sick. But Manhunt wasn't acceptable back in the day. Again, I, I get it. it was gruesome. It was uh, you know Manhunt was supposed to be it a little bit more
1: controversial. I definitely incredibly.
0: remember. Incredibly, um, yeah. That one uh, there was a se- U.S. senator that made a career out of just getting video games canceled and stuff. But um, uh, but yeah, you know they came out Manhunt too. It was censored. It was censored. You know what just wasn't the same. And they stopped making games after that. But you know the first one was crazy good. The storylines were good. The 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 enemies were terrifying and human-like and i i just love the darkness and grittiness of it and i feel like it would fit very well in this day and age and i'm not sure why they haven't tried to bring that franchise back uh in any way probably some old wounds who are you know are some old wounds that they don't want to bring back up bring forward but i, I feel like manhunt would do well in this era I, I i think it fits in for the graphic content um and I, i've been clamoring for uh, a manhunt three for jesus 15 years at this point now yeah yeah been a long time
1: all right so man i don't know if you had any uh honorable mentions but i had a couple that i wanted to bring up sure Uh, one of them is a game uh i'm sure you're familiar with the rayman games they started out as like 3d platformers yes sir but uh for the xbox 360 and the ps3 they did rayman legends and they're 2d and they're two D. Excuse me. a like
0: <laughs>
1: they're uh, they're two D, side-scrolling uh, platformers, and they are bar none a beautiful because they're hand-drawn, right? And and B, uh, just stunning playing. Uh, just play any of the music levels when you know what I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. I would wish they would bring those back. And then the other one got Would be my number one, but they just announced recently that they're bringing a new one of these out and i'm very it's my most anticipated game uh, right now uh, for me and that's of course uh, a beat-em-up ninja turtle game uh, like the yes old yes and they just announced not too long ago that that one's coming out i believe next year oh good so that's by far very excited about that uh, you can tell they definitely looked at like the super nintendo and the nintendo versions of it and that's what they're going with it looks a lot of fun so very excited for that So my number one game that I wish and hope uh, there's been rumblings and uh, just little, uh, you know, rumors that they're going to bring this back. But, and that's the Bioshock games. I remember when the first one came out and that game blew my mind. I just the level of atmosphere in that game and storytelling in those games. The third one where you go up into the sky, and I'm not even kidding about this, uh, is my all-time top five all-time favorite video game ever, ever. And by far one of the best storylines in any game. Like, if you put these three games together, the story that it weaves and tells is insanely amazing. And many a time, my jaw would drop to the floor with the reveal. Oh, Uh, yeah. Uh, So uh, I recently recently went back because they've remastered these, the first three, and re-released them. I recently went back and played them uh, multiple times because I love them so much and still hold up, especially as a story-driven uh, first-person shooter type game. Uh, so incredible, one of my favorites, and I'd be super happy if they made another one.
0: No, I, I I agree. I didn't play when it first came out. My dad loved the Bioshock games. My dad loved them. I bought them uh, off the PS4, when on my PS4. Uh, I've had them. I played through some of the first one during COVID last year and the first person shooter, like first person shooter sometimes really messed me up, but I had such a fun time. Like I was like visually just taking in all of Bioshock. The the, the storyline was cool. I love the, uh, uh, it's not steam, but I love this, like this, this atmosphere of like, a like the thirties and forties, like that style, uh, being modernized, if you yep. get you catch my drift, like the yes. music, the clothing styles, all that stuff, man. It was just it the, the just the concept of Bioshock and what's the name of the city?
1: Oh gosh, of course you'd ask me that. Like, <laughs> all I can think of is the Big Daddy, which is the right scare like I still remember the first time you hear in the distance this just guttural uh sound and these loud footsteps, and then you see a Big Daddy and like it just blows your mind. The that crap this, yeah, it would scare you. Uh, and this was also during the time where if you pre-ordered a game, you'd get like a cool thing with it. So I actually have, cause I pre-ordered the first Bioshock cause I was just really hyped for it. Uh, I got like a, it came with a statue of a big daddy. Oh really? I love, yeah. And I love that thing. So.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. Those are the, those are the day pre order games. It was fun, fun little exclusives for that. Yeah, when but, you got stuff. Yeah. When you got yes. cool stuff. Yeah. Not DLC. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or you free skins. Stuff you hold.
0: Yes. Yeah uh yeah those are the good old days but that's a great number one uh you know definitely you you said there's rumors of a return
1: yes there's rumors and i think even the studio itself has kind of plugged into these rumors so nobody really knows okay uh but uh, a lot of people are very hopeful because apparently i'm not the only one who's ready for some more Bioshock.
0: yeah no i mean sometimes it's always good to take a break but you know when a series lets off on a high note You got to keep that thing rolling. You got to keep the gravy train rolling. So I think when it comes back, it'll get a as long as it's done right. You know, it's going to it's going to do very well for itself. All right. My number one. All right. I played this game. This is another bonding game I have with my dad. Um, PlayStation 2. It's similar to another game that I really liked, but it's had a little bit more of a modern release. So I couldn't uh, I, I couldn't. Uh, put on this list but i'm gonna put champions of norath as my number one Hmm. do you remember this game
1: i'm gonna look it up be honest with you
0: okay it is what it is it's like world it's almost like world of warcraft to an extent oh maybe that that might be um that might be a dramatic thing it's like runescape world of warcraft um
1: it, it's it's it kind of it kind of looks like uh, I mean those games you mentioned and maybe Fable, Fable uh, type right? Of games. It's got really good reviews. I'll tell you that much.
0: They did like one or two games and it just dropped off the face of the earth. Baldur's Gate is the same way. I played Baldur's Gate more, and it was really good. But Champions of Nor- Nor- Norath was the first. You can pick your like class. You could be I think you could be a he- human. You could be elf. You can venture into some other stuff. And it was very customizable, but it was a playthrough and you beat up, you know, you'd you'd fight all sorts of monsters. You'd fight bosses.
1: It's actually set in the the EverQuest universe, according to what I'm seeing. Yes,
0: yes, that is true. Um, You know, but this was like this was like that game back in the day. Like how they had these massive online multiplayer online games. Now, this was kind of that day that, that that game. I think you could do two to four players, if I'm not mistaken. I think you can go up to four players, but you know, just the worlds, the environments, the monsters, it 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 took into it. It took in a bunch of stuff, and it was just this great, great, great game. And you never heard anything about it again. They I think Baldur's Gate might have came before it. They took a lot of influence from Baldur's Gate, I think. But they were they were both very, very similar games. Um, but very well, just very, very well done. I remember playing it till one, like my dad never stayed up late we, me and him played it to like one in the morning, like the, the day before 4th of July, July 3rd, yeah. like one, one year. And we're like, I, we just can't take it anymore. We saved it, but you know, it was just, it was just one of those things. It was that good of a game, you know, with the, the, yeah. the, the, the flexibility of weapons you can choose almost like a Skyrim, I guess, in a way. Uh, a Skyrim Elder Scrolls type thing where you can yeah. customize your armor and your what type of weapon you use and um it was tremendously cool and I, w- I wish they would bring that back I think it would do very well for itself in this day and age
1: it's not too terribly expensive to get the used copy of it but oh no uh like I'm seeing if you want to, with the box and stuff like a little over 30 bucks if you're on disc only about 20
0: 25 that's not bad that's not all. too
1: bad for a pst
0: I'd pull the trigger on that absolutely yeah absolutely so very good.
1: Johnny, I want to thank
0: you again one more time for uh, hopping on on short notice uh, and making this thing work. I always love talking video games with you, and uh, this is the first list, video game list I've made with you. We've done the mall, We've done cryptids. <laughs> now I finally got video games underway, but every yeah. time we do get to chat video games on Retro Pop or um, whenever, it's always a good time, so thank you very much. Make sure uh, to the listeners, you go check out Johnny's stuff. As we mentioned, Retro Bliss, History Creeps, And you have a couple other projects
1: as well, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Well, Retro Pop. Can't forget that one.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Matt and I do that one. Very proud of that show. Uh, And I'm going to be restarting again because I want to do this by seasons. Johnny Townsend's Horde Movie Reviews. Good. And that's a podcast in which I review uh, horror films. However, I notoriously do not like horror films. So I'll just watch the trailer of what I've never seen. And just review it based on that. And I am never wrong. <laughs> they're pretty zany. They're pretty goofy. Just they the, they it's are. Pretty much, it's pretty much a excuse for me to do 15 minutes of uh, improv comedy. So just give it a shot.
0: Yeah, they actually, uh, all the older episodes are on the network, if I'm not mistaken. They are still up, yes. available on the website, BICBP-radio.com. So make sure you go check that out. But uh, we are closing up shop for this episode, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. And in closing, as always, do you even list?